Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. One of the things that maybe doesn't get as much attention as it should is the budget. Not the national one, but the local budget that our city and county councillors deal with every year. And uh, they uh, have uh, voted in favour of the 2021 budget. But what might that mean on the ground for you? Uh, well, on the line, we have independent councillor Elisa O'Donovan and Fine Gael councillor Olivia O'Sullivan to chat to us about it. And uh, you're both welcome. Um, good morning to you. And, and I do think, Olivia, that that is one of the dilemmas, even for you as a councillor, trying to break this down so that your constituency, constituents get a sense of what it can mean for them. Good morning, Joe. Good, morning. good to talk to you. You too. Um, this technology is wonderful. I'm talking to you through my laptop this morning. Fair play. It's a first for me. Um, and this, yeah, I suppose it was a big day last week for us. The budget is uh, the biggest thing we'll do every year. And um, as new councillors, it's something that is uh, none of us, well, not, most of us anyway are not accountants. So it's a very big thing. There's a lot of meetings in advance of it um, where we get an opportunity to ask questions on different areas. And obviously, drill down for some of the things that are important to the constituents um, or that the certainly the, the the representations that we get asked to make as individual councillors. So it's a big process. It's um, It was a relatively drama-free day last week um, because for the first time in the memory of most of the councillors there, it was uh, the budget was unanimously passed by all 40 councillors in agreement. I have to say, I was so shocked was... when I heard that. <laughs> You weren't the only one, I suppose, um, um, but uh, but that will just show you. I mean, this is a year unlike any other. Um, they, look what we're dealing with. You know, we're still in the middle of this health crisis, the pandemic, and then obviously there's no break. You know, a no deal Brexit coming down the line, and it's extraordinary circumstances. And we were presented with. Um, with what most considered a very fair budget and um, we got to ask all our questions and raise all our issues in the weeks leading up to it. So I guess on the day, everybody had felt that they had uh, an opportunity to air um, any concerns they had and to um, to raise the questions. Mm. So last week, everybody was quite, was, was quite happy with the budget presented, the draft that was presented. Yeah, now, uh, Olivia, um, a huge chunk of the budget, when I say a huge chunk, I mean 659 million euro. That, I'm not misreading, that is the figure that we're talking about, is for housing assistant payment, shared services. But that's the council running a national service, is that right? It is, and it kind of skews our budget. The local authority budget in Limerick is the second largest one in the country, but it is skewed with the fact that um, HAP represents the majority. It's a huge number. So I, when we discuss it a lot of the time, um, we remove the HAP figure and look at the remainder, 198 million, and that's um, really what we're discussing for the different departments because um, uh, Limerick City and County Council does run HAP for every local authority in the country. Mm, yeah, but 200 million isn't small money either, you can be sure, in a, an average year. Um, Councillor Elisa O'Donovan, I mean, I was saying on the air yesterday that, uh, you know, very unfortunately, I was walking on Sunday from the Grudy roundabout, the university roundabout, back towards the Parkway shopping centre. And I have to say, the amount of litter on the side of the road was nothing short of appalling. So I presume 
cleaning and illegal dumping is something that councillors have looked at carefully in this budget. Oh, it is for sure, Joe. Um, I think a, a huge chunk of the budget does go towards environmental services. Um, and I think that, um, you know, it's really important to stress that the budget really does show how councillors really listen to their communities um, in which they serve and which they live. And that's always really reflected in the budget. Um, so obviously, that's in Limerick City North. It's not my side, um, but I'm sure um, North Side councillors would be looking for bins along there. Um, I guess to give an example from Limerick City West, like there's certain projects that um, myself and the other Limerick City West councillors would really be pushing for here on on the west side of the city. So, for example, um, like more um, amenities in Bagot Estate, in, in Bartree Field, footpaths there. Um, but like on our own side of Father Russell Road, we don't have any bins on there. But actually, if you look through this year's budget, you can actually see um, funding allocated to all those things. Um, and this was my second budget that I was involved with this year after being elected. And it was a very sobering budget to be involved with this year, just um, for all the reasons that Olivia stated there. You know, in the, in the context of 45% of workers in the city and county have been living on the pandemic unemployment payment for the last, um, over the last year. So really what we wanted to reflect in the budget this year, and I think we did that really, really well, um, was we wanted to ensure that people's money was spent really, really well um, in relation to community amenities and public services. And, and people can go onto the website and see the draft budget there. And I, I really think councillors responded very well um, to providing yeah. good services to people. Well, well, I should say, Elise, said, uh, I had nothing to do with lobbying you or anyone else on this, but I noticed that 250000 for the upgrade of Steamboat Quay, which we know well here around Live 95, um, is on the slate, and also 268000 for the upgrades of laneways in Georgian Limerick. Yeah, those were two projects that, that I've been pushing for, for quite a while um, and I would have a lot of constituents um, contacting me about that. I think that the, the upgrade of laneways in, in, in Georgian Limerick is, is particularly welcome in the budget. Um, because as we know, many of the laneways at the moment are really just used for parking and for, for, for bins. Um, and what this is going to see is we're going to see a transformation of, of the laneways in Georgian Limerick for them to be used for the community, for residential, for businesses. Um, and then that's really fantastic to see that, w- that we can provide that um, in the in the coming years. We're chatting to Councillor Lisa O'Donovan, who's an independent, and Fine Gael Councillor Olivia O'Sullivan about the unanimously pass- passed budget of Limerick City and County Council uh, for 2021. Um, and Olivia, you know, I have to say I have found it pretty depressing to see the amount of litter and rubbish that has built up um, during both lockdowns, again, while we were in level five. I know, I guess in the first lockdown, um, services were, well, I suppose some services were, were redirected. And um, But as we settled into living with COVID and getting used to it, um, we obviously all the council services were restored. But for some reason, there seems to be, um, and we, I know leaves are one thing and we're, you know, we're all doing our own part um, outside our own homes to, to deal with the leaves at this time of the year. But the actual litter and the masks is, I can't understand how there's so many face masks. I, I don't know how people don't um, 
I don't understand how people drop them. I'm, I'm, sh I'm hoping they're accidental, but there seems to be too many of them lying around the place, disposable masks, and it's very hard to understand. But um, we're all obviously trying to do our own part as well. Um, but it's an ongoing for some. If it's an ongoing issue at the moment. I suppose personal behaviour is the hardest thing to change, isn't it? Um, if we're trying to get people to take personal responsibility yeah. on some levels. Well, I think. I mean, we're going to be talking to Team Limerick Cleanup in another context in a few minutes' time. But you know, the work that they have done, and others, and the council, to be fair, and you know, so many people involved in it, and so many volunteers doing amazing work. And yet you see that there's just, I don't know, there's a minority. I know, I know. Just, and just they do. Care. And hopefully we'll be full, we'll, we'll have a TLC restored again next year mm -hmm. um, because it's fantastic for the children. We have to start when they're that young. You know, we, uh, we really have to raise that awareness. Absolutely. And what about um, the amount of suffering that people have had to deal with in 2020? You know, I, I'm thinking about businesses, but not just about businesses. I'm thinking about people working in businesses, those who have ended up on the, the um, uh, pandemic unemployment payment, the mental health impact, and then, of course, the impact of those people unfortunate enough to have got COVID or family members who've got That's COVID. That's it. People who've lost family members, obviously, are the people who, who you'd um, primarily think of there and, and sympathise with. Um, and then, obviously, anyone trying to run a, um, a business has been under incredible pressure. The majority of businesses this year, um, it, it, within the budget that was uh, that we passed last week, it does allow, so there was no increase in commercial rates for business. Obviously, there were rate waivers this year for business, but the budget does allow to continue all those um, those supports for business, like the, um, the smaller business support scheme and so on so that we can try and help business. At the end of the day, it's about trying to let them help them survive till we get past this so they can, you know, they can restore the levels of business they had formerly. But it's, a, it's such a difficult time. You can see now what the wet pubs are going through. Um, every, every decision is, is, is a health decision, I suppose, has been taken first and um, then trying to find a way to balance the, the, the community and balance um, keeping our economy going with decisions made in the interest of public health. And it is such a difficult time. Um, the, it's going to be great and it's, it's very positive to see business, some retail businesses and so on opening up again today and come Friday we'll have more with the, on the hospitality end. But it is very difficult. It's, the problem is how people are going to survive. How are people going to get through this? Some businesses have just closed and literally hibernated to try and see it through and, and but how will business survive and make it to the end of this and still be able to get in and open their doors and that's the biggest thing to deal with yeah yeah absolutely well uh, elise i know you're um, a great swimmer so that, that's been i have some benefit to it imagine <laughs> it has I, I think as well like we 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 really acknowledge um all the councillors the, the hardship that the people of limerick have gone through over the last year and I really, truly believe that that has been very much reflected in our planning in the budget um, for the coming year. You know, we have allocated 240,000 of an increase towards library services. Um, and that might seem like insignificant, um, you know, but, but those are really important services for people in providing internet facilities, books, a way for people to reach out. And um, similarly, um, all the metropolitan um, districts have allocated money towards the upgrade of the People's Park playground. We know how important these sort of spaces are for people during the pandemic that we, we are living through and that we are going to be living into in 2021. That's the question yeah. I wanted to ask you, actually. Do you think we're, worse, we're through the worst of COVID? 
Um, I think that, you know, we are obviously opening now into level three um, restrictions. So we're moving down two levels, which is really positive to see. Um, and I just think as long as we adhere to um, the, the, the national guidelines, um, I think that is all we can do, um, you know, to, to try and stem um, the, 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 the virus um, anymore in, in our city and county. So, um, you know, I'm really urging people to, um, you know, it's great that we're, we're back to level three restrictions. Um, but I think, you know, we, we have to urge caution. We have to continue with all our hygiene um, everything like that, um, and, and try and be as safe as we can, um, you know, to, to try and get through this. All right. Well, listen, um, in case we're not chatting to you in the meantime, either of you, we wish you a very happy Christmas to you and your families, and we thank you very much for talking to us this morning about uh, the uh, new budget for next year that will have an impact on all of your lives, whether you realise it or not, it really does. Um, Councillor Olivia O'Sullivan of Fine Gael and Independent Councillor Elise O'Donovan, thank you. Call Limerick today now on 461995.